0: very happy to be here again this evening to minister in the name of our dear Lord Jesus for His people. And I want to express my appreciation to that Spanish choir again for that lovely song. You know, it's not always, maybe I could understand the words, but the spirit it was sung in, you could understand it. Right the way about, you can read a book read a sermon, but you'll never get out of it unless you hear the person preach that sermon. The Spirit shows with it. I thank you, young ladies and young men, for your your kindness to us. We appreciate it very much, for being loyal to come down and help us like that, and may God ever bless you. I pray that God will be with you and just give you the best that he's got in his kingdom. I trust the rest of it for every one of you. And every time that you sing thing special, along with others, we appreciate it. And I still remember the times of being at your church over there when I first come to Phoenix and pray for twenty five hundred people one afternoon. As long as prayer Line I ever had. Twenty five hundred people one afternoon. Is approximately that many. Maybe a little more, a little less, we couldn't judge. We just I told us go pray for everybody here, and when the city emptied up, they'd be filled up again. And then the time it emptied up, it'd fill up again, and went on all day. And so, it's just about 2,500 people passed through the prayer line that day. So we're very happy to know that the great results of many being healed that afternoon and saved. The testimonies for some of them still linger on of how the Lord blessed. Thinking of Madison Square Garden, of course, again. The last time I did, they had me out under those lights out there. I got up at my house, spring, when we was here, I believe one or two nights or something, when we did the other time. Better back like this, of course. Now I understand if the Indians are coming down uh, tomorrow night or Saturday night or sometime for service. I would like to have got to go up to the reservations if the missionary is here. That was fully my intention of doing it. but. My time is so fresh, i just got every day, and I, it takes me five days to get home, so I just won't have it. I just come in one afternoon and leave the next morning for Columbus Ohio, High at the Coliseum. And I leave up there one afternoon and just come right on back down again in Louisville, Kentucky. So then, just from one right to another uh, until our time's just taken up in such a way that we just haven't got the time to, to make it. I remember telling those Indians I would return back, and I, I mean to do that. Just as soon as possible. Maybe just come out, and instead of being one day, give them four or five days up there in the reservation. So, and pray with them and help them. I understand they're having a great meeting up there now. Some of the churches are up there and they're having a great time. I hear some brother up there is preaching divine healing for them, and that's mighty fine. If any of the church, you up here want to know that man has just as much right to pray for the sick as I do or anybody else, right? He believes it and preaches it and lays it in the atonement of Christ, then he's got a right to do it. And I, I'm thankful to God that there is somebody up to help everywhere. We Just the great call comes—the Macedonian call is the universal call now, isn't it? Everywhere. Come over and help us. And we're waiting with great anticipation of getting overseas and back to the people—can you hear me all right up in the balconies? Is it coming in? All right. And I was thinking the remarks that I made the last time I was here. I
1: said, This is a,
0: a ring where uh, people wrestle and, and fight. I remember I used to have that kind of sport myself. I was used to box. I won the Bantamweight Championship of the three states and wasn't defeated. I just give it up to preach the gospel. So. But I tell you, I got a greater fight now than I ever had in my life. I ain't fighting my buddy, I'm fighting the devil, <laughs> just as hard as I can. And I always remember the different techniques and ways to walk and the different things in the guard and so forth and boxing, and you have to be, certainly be on your toes when you're fighting the great enemy that we have now. So I'm certainly happy to have nothing against the arenas and sports and when it's clean. It's a very fine thing. I just don't listen to them or nothing because I don't, it was in my blood, so I just keep away from it. But I got such a great fight now and such an awful enemy. And this fellow's not my buddy, he's my enemy, the devil. But I'm so thankful that I got so much sitting around, faith, what it takes to defeat this enemy. And God will grant it. Now the Lord bless you. We're just uh, starting in a new place tonight, of course, gets us just a, a bit confused for a few moments, maybe to start off, but the Lord uh, will take care of that, I'm sure. We'll just read some of His words and believe that He's here to help us, and, and He'll do it. Don't you believe that? I want to read out of Second Kings or a portion of Scripture this afternoon just to, to pass a few comments. Well, the next about 15 minutes before we call the prayer line, they said it's tomorrow. They're going to try to put girders under here, these just small two-by-sixes or something that couldn't get much weight on here, but we'll find a way to pray for the sick. Frankly, you don't have to come up here. You just have to have faith where you're setting. God takes care of the rest, doesn't he? And you pray for me tonight, and I'm the one who really needs prayer. Not for sickness, I'm very thankful for that, but I need prayer while I'm trying to minister to the others. You just realize what an opposition there is when you spiritual power that encloses around a person when you're speaking of Christ, and especially in the way of, of bringing the Word or making the Word manifest to the people. That's the thing when the Word, just preaching the Word, here some time ago I went to an auditorium where another man, fine, religious man, a good brother, famous teacher, internationally known or nationally at any house, and he was kind of opposed to divine healing. He's changed his mind since then. But that afternoon when uh, 1,500, 1,800 people were sitting in the auditorium, He preached on Christ, the Savior of the world, asked the people that they come down accepting. There's one woman walked down and shook his hand, and nothing against that. He went out. The audience was dismissed. His congregation went out all nice, well-dressed people, intelligent-looking people, nothing wrong with them walking out. The minister bowed his head to the people and walked out in a dignified, graceful way. I thought, "Mine, that's very nice. But well, here come my group in. Mine come in on crutches, wheelchairs, straight That's a different thing for your faith to buck something like that. See? Just to say, come down, and accept Christ, and be saved, and walk out. That's not so bad, but when you have to prove what you're talking about. That's right. When Jesus Christ comes down and makes. It. But, brother, as long as it's in his gospel and he promises, don't let one thing shake you, because he'll do it. Yes, sir. He'll do it. That's the only thing you have to do is believe it, and ask him to help you and believe that he will, and he'll take care of the rest of it. So I pray that God will help every one of us tonight as we read his word and speak a few moments, and then pray for the sake. In 2 Kings, the 3rd chapter, beginning with the 14th verse, we read 14th and 15th inclusive, just for a reading of his word. Now this is... Something new for me, usually, you know, when I'm here, the managers are with me and they do the speaking, preach the word, and I'm a very, very poor speaker. And then when I come in and try to do the best that I can by that, and then try to go back in to frame to the sick, it's like the meeting doesn't get the value uh, in the way of divine healing that we should have. The meeting here was announced, not a healing service. These meetings wasn't announced, the healing service. It was announced for gospel preaching, and I was getting myself a little rest before I crossed the seas. The healing services were to be across the seas. i how much easier it is over there. When you're sitting there, maybe before 75 or 100,000 people, and they're there, some of them don't even know which is right and left hand. Some of them are, well, a big percent of them, especially in Africa, those places are nude. It may seem strange, but while I was speaking, a lady gave birth to a baby sitting right there. and just picked the baby up, put it in her arms, and went right ahead and never even noticed if there anything that happened, and they were very strong in that manner. And they're... But them sitting there, and let them see one supernatural thing did. You don't have to have no more. only thing they do is they just get right up and put their wheelchairs in the corner or crutches or whatever they're walking on, lay their tops over, pick your pallets up, Going home, rejoicing, happy, receiving the Lord, and being healed. It's not hard. It's nothing, just about 10 minutes It's all over. If they maybe be 15 or 20 interpreters, like you say, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and the interpreter said that being healed, maybe he would go That means Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Well, I used to hear people, the Pentecostal people, speaking with tongues. I used to say, I, I don't know about that. They don't make noise, it sounds right somehow. That's why I knew anything about it. But I know this one thing now: you can't make a noise that's got some kind of a meaning to it. It's just some kind of a language somewhere. If you ever get into those tribes and things, you'll see that it's got a meaning of some sort. No matter what kind of sounds, drunks, drones, and everything else, we got a meaning to them. But somebody and maybe you speak this one then that one and that one and that one and maybe you go get a drink of water and come back and sit down before it ever gets through you say Jesus Christ the Son of God before it ever got through all the interpreters and now you have to wait on that but as soon as you get your message out shortly just a very few words to say and then just make them the challenge of this and say now if Jesus Christ that I speak of has raised from the dead and he promised we're based on His Word, that the things that I do shall you also, and I'm with you always today in the world. Now, if He has risen from the dead and living among the people, He will produce the same thing that He did when He was here on earth. You ask them to believe that? Every one of them will say, if they can see that, they'll believe it. Then get one native anywhere you want to, walk up, I can't speak His language, knows nothing about what I was talking about, i never seen or heard of Him. And the Holy Spirit will stand there and reveal that man's life right to him. Every one of them will accept it. Every one of them believes it right then. You just see him. And one prayer Brother Bosworth, which I believe is a very fine man. All of you know him, Fred Bosworth. How many knows Brother Bosworth? Sure, nearly everyone around the full gospel range knows Brother Fred Bosworth. He said, Brother Branham, without one shadow of doubt, there's at least 25,000 healings that one afternoon with one prayer just went through the microphone, edge something had taken place at the platform, and I offered prayer. And he said, I stood there and I cried, Brother Brandon, Said I, I just wet my heart out, just to see him just, just moving up and packing their old sticks and everything, said, just piles and piles and everything, going away like that, just to a, appeal to at least 25,000 people. Now, that's the way my ministry should be working in America. But remember, I'm an American. And I love my country. It's the greatest country in the world. And I don't say it because I'm standing here Elster. No, I say it because I mean it. My eyes with friends around, i probably crossed over the grave of the many dead Branham that died for this nation. And if it come my time to do it, I do it just as free as they did. But brother, we need a lot of straightening up around this country. <laughs> and I say this with a love in my heart. If there's any nation that I've ever visited, I've practically been around the world, if there's any nation that I know of that needs a missionary, it's the USA. U.S.A. Exactly right. It's a lot harder to deal with an educated heathen than it is when it isn't educated. You know too much about it. They'll step back. The uneducated will see the working of the Holy Spirit. They'll accept it. The uneducated will say, that's mental That guy's a witch. There's nothing to do that. The days of miracles have passed. Dr. Jones said so or somebody else said so or something. No wonder the poor American people are so scrupled up in their mind they don't know what to believe. One says this and one says that and one says this. Isn't that the truth? For the four people, no wonder I'm going to preach a few nights on something like that when I get my opportunity to use the preaching service or maybe Sunday afternoon. And then on these things. And the American people is the worst confused people I know of in the world. That's right. Religiously speaking. When I went into the hot tops of Africa, they could come here and teach us how to live morally. When I talked about missionaries in India, they said, what are you going to teach us? How to divorce our wives and drink whiskey and carry on the way you all do and call yourself a Christian nation. They don't do that over there, you know. Are their morals are so far beyond ours The so ours is not even in the shadow of them. That's right. We have our biggest divorce uh, root in the world is in America. You want to teach us how to divorce our wives and call it Christianity? How to have Whitney Stores on every corner and get drunk and carry on and you call that Christianity? Well, we're better off with Mohammed. Morally speaking, they are. Morally speaking, when Christianity is the most cleanest, holiest thing there is outside of heaven, but its representatives is what's breaking it up. That's true. It's what those who represent it, we call ourselves a Christian nation. We're no more Christian nation than the rest of them are. Right. We call ourselves that, but a Christian is an individual experience. A man born again of the Spirit of God makes a Christian. Not a whole confession going to church and living. Your fruit tells what you are. Is that right? True. So in America, the signs and wonders of God can take place. If what was tough place last night or the night before, one of those nights, either night, in Bombay, India, there's been a hundred thousand souls to Jesus Christ. When people walk in our meetings and walk back out, and say, "Well, what do you think about it? Just a polished up suit there? Something like that. Just, just mental telepathy. God's a real psychologist. That's, that's, that's the education. Education, and yet in its best, has been the greatest curse that Christianity's ever had. Right? Educate the people to they know more than God knows about it. See? And that's why they don't know nothing, man." He that will humble himself before God, God will take care of the rest of it. Ah, you just believe God. I, brother, I've got two little girls here. I, brother, those little girls never even know their ABCs and yet know Jesus Christ than to have all the education that the world could pile into them and know how to, and don't know Jesus Christ. That's, I would rather they know Christ. That's right. Amen. Well, I better read my scripture. Fourteenth verse. And Elijah said, As the Lord of hosts liveth, before whom I stand, surely if it were not that I regarded the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I would not look toward you nor see you. But now bring me a minstrel. And it came to pass, when the minstrel played, that the hand of the Lord came upon him. Now shall we bow our heads? Just a moment. I want to pray for these hands, just too. Our kind Heavenly Father, the author of this word, we thank Thee tonight from the depths of our hearts for the sending forth of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, to redeem us from a life of sin and corruption into this great Holy Ghost way that we now walk. We thank Thee for the faith of the people who brought these packages. And now, dear, kind Father, as I lay my hands upon them, asking if You will bless them, for the purpose of the healing of the sick body. Now, Father, I realize that many of these in here, perhaps poor old mothers and dads are waiting for them, and maybe their only hope that they have left of ever being well again, their doctors with all kindness have tried their best to heal the people, but maybe it's beyond the doctor's control now. Only you can stop it. And I'm thankful, Father, that the people has enough confidence to send these hankers here to this audience tonight for prayer of these Christian people. We're thankful for that confidence they have in you. Father, I pray that not one of them will be left out, but every one of them may be healed. Granted, Lord. And now may the Holy Spirit take the Word of God and circumcise the lips of the speaker and the hearts of the hearer. For we ask it in Jesus' name, amen. i just a little tired tonight. When I was just acting a little nervous, I just drove hundred and thirty-something miles in about two hours or something a while ago, so I'm really, really good and tired and I'm trying to relax myself. The meetings are going on so long, so well, it makes it hard. Now, just for a few moments of your time to speak. We'll try to start the prayer line exactly 9 o'clock, if we possibly can. Now, during the time of this reading of the Scripture was when King Ahab, who had been king of Judah or Israel for a long time, and he had died and his son had taken his place, and king of Judah was Jehoshaphat, a righteous, God-fearing man. And so there the alien countries came against uh, Judah or against Israel and and the king of Israel went over to the king of Judah and asked him to make an alliance with him that he would go up and fight against the king that was coming against them. And what a terrible mistake that Jehoshaphat this righteous man made at that time. He joined himself up with unbelievers. And any man that ever joins himself with an unbeliever, how can two walk together except they be agreed," said Jesus. So never join yourself with unbelievers. The Bible said, be not unequally yoked together. Here's some time ago, and during the time of this last war, when we went over on sides with Russia. I wonder how it could be. Well, there we are. we well, not accept the cross, so we've got a double cross. That's it. This tree, King another thing after you once join yourself up with an unbeliever, you kind of take on his ways if you don't want. They took off and went on this journey out into the wilderness seven days without consulting the Lord. Went out to fight the battle without consulting the Lord. Now I think if Jehoshaphat would have settled down and not been all excited when something happened, he'd have first consulted the Lord. I believe tonight or any other night in the services, when you see the Holy Spirit moving in the audience, before you judge it too quick, you better kind of step still and consult the Lord about it first and say, Lord, what is this? You let me know. Is this you? Then God will speak to you about it. Now, but when he went seven days, never fetched a conference, but a seven days or a packed part, they got out into the, the wilderness there and they had run out of uh, water, and they were about to die, and Jehoshaphat, being a righteous man, a God-fearing man, had the present sense to think, isn't there somebody somewhere who could pray a prayer faith or something for us? That's about the way of a Christian, isn't it? When he gets in trouble, he goes thinking about prayer or somebody who can help him. He said, isn't there a prophet that we could consult?" Although he was just a little bit late, you all thought about that seven or eight days ago before he left. But after all, God in his mercy, some of them said, yes, there's Elisha down here who poured water on the hands of Elijah. In other words, he'd had some dealing with a real prophet. Elijah was a real prophet. And Elisha was wearing his mantle, and how that a beautiful type of those two prophets or if we just had time tonight to set those things right where they should be. They're a perfect type of Christ in the church. Elijah, a type of Christ, the mighty prophet of God. And notice, just before he is going away, knowing that he was to go away, he didn't leave the nation without a witness. He made preparations for a man to take his place. God's witness, how beautifully Christ did the same thing before He left. As God's witness, He made preparation of a church and ordained that they would be witnesses all the way through the church age, on to the end of the world. I think as He threw the garment on Him when He was calling Elijah and he killed the ox, took the yoke and so forth and made a feast as he roasted the meat, told his garment on
1: him,
0: he was crown, Elijah, and he killed the ox, took the yoke and so forth and made a feast as he roasted the meat, told his father and mother goodbye and followed Elijah. Notice how Christians, as soon as they become anointed, powder tipped it sometimes, but Elisha was a prophet, and he said, Elisha said, you tarry here, the Lord call me to Gilead, Gilead, so he said, as the Lord liveth and your soul liveth, I'll not believe you, I like that, so to stay right with him, it started, and now is going through. We used to sing a little song. I'll take the way with the Lord, despise you. I started in with Jesus, now I'm going through. Did you ever hear that old song? Oh, I used to hear that when I was just first come into the way. Now, notice, he went already then when he went with him to the city, he said, The Lord has sent me him up to the school of the prophets. So he said, You wait here. That as the Lord liveth and your soul liveth, I'll not believe you. On he goes to the school of prophets. Second stage of the journey. Watch your know, we hurrying through like this, you miss it. But as if they are tight, then they had to follow in correctly with the plan of Christ and the church in this age. The second stage of the journey, they came to the educational, more spiritual group than they had at The prophets, the school of the prophets, the educated, although I never think there's very much prophets about them. One went out one day to find some thieves and he got some wild gorge. And the fellow did know the difference between thieves and wild goats <laughs> I don't know. All right, that's about the way some of these school of prophets gets today, don't you think so? <laughs> Can't discern the difference between spiritual things and spiritual
1: things. All right.
0: Notice. Then when he went to the school of the prophets, he said, you stay here now, the Lord has called me to Jordan. He said, as the Lord liveth and your soul liveth, I'll not believe you. Now, if you'll notice, after he had laid his mantle upon him, just threw it on him in the field, he said, follow him. That was the blessing that Christ had given the church power. It's got a dual parable there. That, I'll just take this side of it for the night. But notice, them stages where he went is the stages of the journey. When the church came from the Dark Age, out of the Dark Age, the first stage of the journey was with Luther. Gilbert. The second stage was the Methodist age. John Wesley age. The Methodist Church, the second great reformation as it was. Now, the third stage is coming on, but the church still follows on. Elijah, following Elijah. And when he gets across cross uh, down to the Jordan, Jordan, there's a meeting of separation or, or death. You've heard many times when I come down to this chilly Jordan, Jordan was death. The Lutheran age followed time, so sort did of the Methodist age, but we come to another age now, the age of dying out. All your worldly pleasures. God's got to do something with you in order for he can give you the Holy Ghost, he's got to die out. Just say You don't die out, you can't you remember, life can only come out of death. A seed can only die. Anything else can only die. And out of death comes life, out of the death of Christ comes the resurrection of life. And all the way that you can tonight become alive of faith in God is die out to yourself and symptoms, everything around you, and become alive. Die out, die out to symptoms, die out to circumstances, die out to everything else and become alive in Christ. Now, when he got down to the Jordan, time to cross over. He made the way. Then, when he crossed over, the stage of the Holy Ghost Church. He said, Now I want to ask you something. So, what do you want? He said, That a devil potion of your spirit come upon me. That's the way to ask for it. Don't be scared. Ask for a whole lot. Jesus said, You ask not because you believe. Ask not. You ask not because you believe not. Ask abundantly if your joys may be full. Ask the whole lot. God, just don't make me a little bit better. Make me all the way wrong. Well. Don't just let me have enough religion to make myself miserable. Kill me out to sin that I can live in Christ. God. Don't make me so I can step back and maybe down my head once in a while. Make me so I can shout. Make me so I can open my mouth and sing and scream praises to God. Give me the whole thing. Let me out of the baptism. Kill me through the things of the world and the people around me. When I go to church, let me worship you. That's right. No matter what anybody else thinks, just kill me out. That's all we need tonight, is a job experience. Is that right? Many of us are like to do a prophet, send a side of here, look at all. Let's cross her over tonight. Say, well, if Miss Thornsworth got healed, she had cancer. Mr. Thornsworth's in a wheelchair, he walked. What about you? Let's cross over tonight. Amen. And when they got across, he said, now you've asked a hard thing, but nevertheless, if you see me when I go, you'll have it. Could so you imagine a single-eyed man? That's the trouble of the Christians tonight. They got their eye on one of them on Christ and one on the world, and that's the reason we're not getting anywhere. I can see Elijah watching every movie they. That's the only way he's ever going to get the blessing is when he watches and has his eye on him. Keep your eye on Christ. Don't look now. sick You all what the doctor said. Look what Christ said. Keep your eye right there. Believe what he said. His words are true. Keep your eye there. He said, now, if you see me want to go, my, he just kept walking, watching, watching. Then when the first thing you know is down from the heaven come a chariot, horses of fire, the light up, and as he went up, he took off this road that he had opened the sea with, or opened the river, Tuck that robe off, dropped it back down, and Elijah picked it up. A beautiful type of the church. When Jesus was here on earth, he'd done great works and great wonders. Elijah, when he was here, he did great works. But Elijah had a double portion of his spirit. Elijah done eight miracles, and Elisha done 16 miracles. A double potion. Perfect of the church. One time Jesus was asked, let my son said on your right and left hand of the kingdom. He said, can you drink the cup that I drink? He said, yes. He said, can you be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with? He said, yes. He said, you can, but the right and left hand's not mine. So the baptism of the Holy Spirit was up on Christ when he was taken up on the day of Pentecost. 120 people went in the upper room up there with their eyes straight towards God watching, and when you see that roll of the Holy Ghost back down there, he puts up a motion. Spirit of God, the things that I do shall you also, and greater this, for I go unto my Father. And a church of the living God that claims to be baptized with the Holy Ghost, the same Spirit is up on Jesus Christ, has claimed to kiss the blessings off the rim of the cup of his sanctification. I wonder how that we can catch still in the time that his powers are moving like that Oh my! I wonder if we can't pick up the Lord and say, Praise of God! Jesus Christ comes victory on to victory. Amen. Yes, sir. Here was a man that had a double potion. So let's go down and see him. That's what's like the matter with the world today. They're leopard stricken and everything else. They got to come somewhere. God wants this church that's got the double potion to shine out. We'll try to put crucial baskets over it, but do them all and shine again. That's right. Sam told us toe you. you got God on your side, so who can be against you? So let's go down and see this man Elijah. So they went down there, and he seen Jerome come up, the son of Ahab. He kind of got all teased up. That's going to be hard on you Armenian people, but I tell you, even that prophet got a little stewed up. Don't you think so? He got his kind of dander, but he had his righteous seeking nations. Does that sound better to you? <laughs> Something got tore up anyhow. He walked out there and said, if it wasn't for the presence of Jehoshaphat, he said first to why don't you go to your mother's God? Go to your mother's prophets, babe, your father's prophets, and so forth. Why would you come to me? Well, back then, he said, Nay. Hey, God brought up kings out here to kill us. He said, if it wasn't I respected the presence of Jehoshaphat, I wouldn't even look at you. Ah, there he was. I'd like to say something right here, but i better hold it. All right. If it wasn't so that I respected Jehoshaphat, he said, I wouldn't even look at you. Now he got all stewed up, you know, got his temper all up. He said, Now then, but bring me a missile. I was talking to a man not long ago who didn't believe in music in the church. He was holding a fuss with me about it. He said, Oh, the music belongs to the world. Well, I said, The Spirit of God didn't come on that stewed-up prophet until he got the missile out and began to play a good old-fashioned holy ghost song, and the Spirit of God come down to the prophet. God doesn't change. God like music in that day. God likes music today. That's, yes, sir. He began to play the song. Uh, I don't know what he played in them days, but uh, I imagine a good old song like there's going to be a meeting in the air, a sweet by and by. God's own son will be the leading one, meeting in the air, or something like that. Some of those good old fashioned Holy Ghost songs, and the Spirit of God come on the prophet. I tell you, brother, when we get all the formal or shackles shut down, and the Spirit of God in the songs again, and get back to an old place where we can have the Spirit of God moving in the place, then the prophet can see a vision, then the power of God comes over the then they can see divine healing, then they can see the resurrection of Christ, then they can see Jesus same yesterday, today, and forever. We well, said, brother Brandon, I'm not the prophet. Well, if you ain't the prophet, you can be one of the instruments anyhow. Just keep playing. <laughs> If you ain't got more than empty and just give that to them, just as hard as you can. If you can't be the prophet, be part of the missile. Do something to bring the Spirit of the Lord down. Amen. The prophet couldn't do it himself, he had to have the mistral to help him. So begin to—then you see when everybody—when the prophet and the people got in harmony with God, the prophet began to see things. Now, brother, if you don't see divine healing, you don't see the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you don't see this mighty move of the Spirit of God moving in the last days here. just get in the Spirit one time and you'll see things. Yes. Things will be revealed to you. You'll begin to notice things looking different what they used to be. That's right. You won't go on with a criticizing spirit. You'll come back humbly. That's right. Oh, my. I feel kind of religious myself tonight. <laughs> Not thinking of that. Oh, hi. And you begin to see things. Now, watch what he said. It's time for me to close. I'll hurry. Notice what he said. He said, now, you go over there. You're not going to hear any wind. You're not going to see any rain. Just all reasons. See? You're not going to see any rain, hear any wind, but there's going to be water some. come. Now, why not you go down there and dig trenches all around tonight, right in the burning hot desert where we're in a bit of water. What do you know about that? Ridiculous, one of us say. But as long as the Word of God said you it, start digging. <laughs> that's right. Well, the doctor said there's no need to dig anyhow. So the Word of God said so. And remember, that see somebody dig out there, and he hit down against something like that, say, oh, my. We hit a snag. Throw the snag out. A lot of times when you're digging, you hit that neighbor that's next door to you. You tell him there's no such a thing as about him. Throw it out. Keep digging. <laughs> That's right. You hit your pastor down along that line sometimes. He said, I want fool around that bunch of holy rulers. Go so why out, Keep digging. <laughs> That's right. We Remember, brother, the keeper, you dig
1: more water, you're going to get. That's right. Oh, we don't know nothing. Shout out. We want all guns got for us. That's right. Yes, sir. we just keep digging.
0: Oh, my. You run into sister and mother over who it is, just throw keep on digging. Get a great big deep ditch, because Lord, ditch you get, more water you get. Oh my, about daylight, hallelujah, there comes water from the way of the desert. Why? Wow. Where would that water come from, preacher? I don't know. Did it rain? No. But you remember Israel just passed through that wilderness a few years before that? That rock that was stuck in the wilderness was still there, that rock of fire. you will raise your tonight, too. That's right. Just start digging and see if the trenches don't fill up. Get out of the world out of the way. Get them old picture shows and hold downs and things you've been to, all those other things. Throw it out. Let the waters come in. Give God first, place. Amen. Get those things straightened out. Then the waters can come down from the way of Egypt. That's right. And the first thing you know, the other sailors on the other side of the back and he said, well, I, I believe it had a slaughter down there. It looks like blood. So down they went, and they rose out of ambush and beat them all the way to the wall. Look what they've done. They've every city, and they stopped up every well. they cut out every tree. they filled up. they just spoiled the land. And brother, you, and brother, you start digging tonight with all your heart, just digging out everything you can. And when we get over into the land, where number one believers are, let's take a rock of testimony and stop up all these little on the wells around here. Let's give out all those little stagnant water. There's no stagnating water. The days of miracles as fast. That thing's a million years old. Let it go. Those such a thing. God that lived in the days of Moses is the God that lives today. The God that lived on oh, Jesus Christ has the Holy Ghost here, resurrected from the dead Jesus is, and He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. I believe it. Bring me this instant. Let's go to plain. Bring me some hearts that will bring God. <laughs> bring me some hearts like that woman who come down off the mountain that day when she seen him crossing along the street, and she wanted to touch the hem of his garment. Be that part of the minstrel tonight. Watch him turn and say, He touched me. See? Is that right? May the Lord bless you and add grace unto grace. Excuse me for taking that much time, but God be with you. I just you're such a lovely audience. You get started that way and you hardly know when to stop but God bless be with you and help you now. How many believe tonight with all your heart that that rock that was in the wilderness is right here tonight? Amen. Remember, it was Moses that smoked the rock, and the rod that was in his hand was a judgment rod, and he smoked the rock in the side, and water came out a very tight of John 3.16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, and who should ever in him should not perish that rock in the wilderness was saved a perishing people. One time I seen a picture of that. It, it just made me tired to look at the picture to see that, that little bitty stream drip, dripping out there was just about like, oh I don't know, thick. It's just about half dripping. Well, that was the way that rock water come out of there. Well, brother, there's about two million Jews out there. Besides all the camels and things, they all drink all they wanted. There was gushers of it. It's taken millions of gallons per minute. Hallelujah. Oh, that's the way Jesus Christ comes. Now a little old drop here or drop there. He fills your soul and your heart. Don't talk about that. It's a treasure open up. He that believe me is everlasting either these springs of water gushing up into everlasting life. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank thee for Jesus, the inexhaustible fountain of life. Hallelujah. So glad to be planted in him tonight. Speaking, oh God, how we thank thee for the fruits of the Spirit as we see it manifested in this last day. We see the weeds coming up, we see them putting forth their evidence, but we see the church coming with her evidence too. We thank thee for the church of the living God. Lord, dress her in pure white needlework. Granted, Lord. Set her as an example give power, her Lord. Grant tonight that the Holy Spirit will come and take control of every person in here, or continue, as I should say, with the control that they have on the people. May great signs and wonders be wrought for the glory of God, for we ask that in Jesus' name, Amen. Now you pray for me as I pray for
1: you.
0: Oh, well, that's, that's all right. Old. Oh. Old. Oh. <clears throat> Give our prayer card old a while ago to the audience here. Let's have a. We usually call about 15. I haven't been able to get to about all of them, but maybe I can tonight. I'll try. um, Let's call the first part of the night. See, who has prayer card O number one? Hold up your hand. As quick as you can find your prayer card, now I'll call it you raise your hand. Prayer card O number one, raise up your hand. O number one, thank you ladies. come right down here. O number two, who has prayer card O number two? Is that uh, the lady sitting there? All right lady, you come. All right, O number three. Who has prayer card O number three? Would you raise your hand if who has O number 3? Is this person? All right. O number 4. Who has number 4? You, lady. All right. Number 5. Who has O number 5? All right, sir. Number 6. Who has 6? O number 6? 7. 7? Prayer card 7? Uh, somebody real time. Maybe uh, Indian or Spanish to can't speak. So then or it, uh, it might be somebody deaf. Oh, yeah. Thank you, sister. Excuse me. All right. Come come down here. All right. Number seven. Eight. Who has prayer card? Eight. Oh, number eight. Eight. All right. That's fine. Nine. Nine. Who has prayer card? Nine. Oh, number nine. Ten. Ten. All right, lady. Eleven. Eleven. Prayer card. Eleven. Eleven. Thank you. Prayer card. Twelve. Prayer card. Twelve. Who has twelve? See, the reason I call them one by one, I'm getting so much comeback come back sense. They were deaf and couldn't hear, enter, something couldn't get up, they were sitting in a chair they were, or couldn't speak English or something. All right. Twelve. Who has prayer card twelve? Is it here? Oh, twelve. Twelve? Uh, Thank you. Thirteen. Prayer card thirteen. Thirteen. Would you look at somebody's card and maybe someone is, is dead or look? Has the little boy got a prayer card here, sister? He hasn't got a prayer card. Yes. All right. That's all right. Look at the, this man here. He's helpless, too, looks like. Uh, he doesn't have a prayer card. How to get it, What's say? Oh, yes. Is there a Spanish interpreter here? Just raise up. And, if there's somebody here who can say the word in Spanish, say O number 13. Oh, you got to have one here. That's right. Somebody say that. Go ahead. All right. Indian. Somebody can speak Indian. huh? I suppose. Isn't that correct? 13. All right, 14. Who has 14? Paracard 14 and 15. How are we getting lined up? Is that enough? 15? 15. Right, 15, all right. That's... They need, we need an Indian interpreter. If there's somebody can uh, interpret the Apache um, Dalek, wa, come, if you will, and a Spanish. Uh, the ushers and them are calling for that interpreter. All right. If you got one now? They got, got an, they got a Spanish. All right. Need an Indian interpreter. They. And now, Christian friends, I want you all to remember this, that I'm your brother, and I, I'm subject to mistakes like everyone else, and I, but I'm not here to just, this is not a state show by no means. This is a religious meeting. It's where we're trying to represent Jesus with all of our hearts, by divine gift and by His Word. His words are true, and if His words isn't true, then He isn't Jesus. If He's Almighty God, He can do all things. Is that right? And if He can't do all things, He's not Almighty God. Is that true? So everyone be reverent, be in prayer, be with one of cards. Now, how many people in the building here, anywhere around, that does not have prayer cards, and yet you want God to heal? You just raise up your hand and say, I want God to heal. Well, it's just everywhere. If our Lord Jesus can heal one person, He can heal all the people. And now the only thing you have to know this is to believe His presence is here, to believe that He is here to help you. And if you believe that and will accept that, then He can help you. And I trust now that you will do that. that Each one of you will be reverent and believe on Him with all your heart. God saying to you. He died for your sins he died for your sickness, you're here, your doctor's done all he can do. There's nothing else to be done but the doctor. And the only one you can look forward to now is Jesus Christ. Now, what if he was here as resurrected and standing here in a body form? What kind of, what did he do when he was here on earth? That he's the same yesterday, today, and forever? What kind of a work did he do here on earth? He didn't claim to be a healer, did he? But he paid the full price for healing. He was the one who paid for your healing, is that right? Your healing come because of transgression, is that true? See, sickness is an attribute of sin, see, it's an attribute of sin. Sickness come because of sin. Before we had any sickness, I well, had any sin, rather, we had no sickness. Then as your sickness came, as your sin came, rather, sickness followed it. Maybe nothing you've done, but something you've inherited from some of your people. So then we've got to deal with sin every time. And if you can't deal with sin without dealing with sickness, you can. It's the, the same atonement. And now, when he was here, he, he paid the price for your healing, but he done great miracles. And who did he say did those miracles? His father, is that right? He said his father was in him. But he saw visions. He knew what was wrong with people. He knew what they had done in their lives. But he said himself that he did nothing except the Father showed him first by visions. Is that right? That's what, that's what he said. And then he said, The things that I do shall the church also after his resurrection. He said he'd do it. Now if, he, if that scripture is true, which we know it is, then he's the same tonight that he was then. He's with us, and if he will. us, Bring Himself down, come and see from glory, and reveal Himself here in the church tonight. In that manner, will you all accept Him as Savior and Healer? Will you do God bless you. Our kind Father, may these things be brought to pass. Have mercy on your poor unprofitable servant. And I pray that this will be the time that the Lord Jesus Christ will be made known to many of the people here. All that's present may sinners realize that they must come to judgment, and maybe before the night is over, right in this meeting here, they may never go from the door. God, be merciful, knowing that a great, endless eternity lays before us. We pray that you'll manifest your Son, Jesus Christ, tonight through your servant. That it might be known that thou art God, I be your servant. While we ask it in the name of your Son Jesus. Amen. I have to say this according to the state laws. I am not responsible for any critic that would be near, anyone who is indifferent or criticizing. Because remember, if diseases are spirits, and they leave one person, they'll go to another. Anyone know if that's a scripture? Is that right? So, upon an unbeliever, I'd have no control of it at all. I would on a believer. But not on an unbeliever. So, let no one. Now, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, I take every spirit in here under my control for the glory of God. Anyone knows as we're standing here that I would, I guess we're strangers to each other, are we, ladies? I've never seen you in my life. We're perfect, total strangers to each other. But if Jesus Christ, the Son of God, were standing here in a body of flesh as I am, well, He would know what your trouble was, or what you wanted, or what more, what about you. He, he would know what. But now for healing. He'd say, "I did that at Calvary." So when he was if he would come then and would speak to me, his servant, then he would know if he'd say the same thing. Because it was just, it might be my lips moving, but it wouldn't be my voice speaking. It'd be something else. Is that right? Now, you you are a Christian. I see that. That you're a Christian believer, and. But now as we talk just like our Lord talked to the woman at the well, have you been in meetings before, some of my meetings? One before. Two of them. This meeting? Oh, I see. I see. Uh, eight years ago when I was here. Well, then you, that was a, quite a visit. I'm just talking to you, waiting for something to happen, sister. That is the Holy Spirit. Without that, you'll be as helpless as anybody else. But I have to have, have that known in His here. You are becoming real small before. If Jesus, the Son of God, standing present, could make known your trouble like he did the woman at the well or so forth you'd accept him as your healer or what you're suffering now with a, a some sort of a nervous condition you're extremely nervous then I I see a doctor standing by it was it's, you're having some kind of a trouble in the neck uh, a kind of a, a trouble is a swelling like right, or something takes place in the neck and that doctor done something to your neck or it, it was an operation. He took a uh, something out of your neck. It was a garter which that's been years ago, four or five years ago. He wasn't as great as you are now. Then I there's something wrong with your with your arm. It's your left arm, I believe. Isn't that right? It's a phone, something wrong with the phone. The doctor's doctoring it now to be healed. Those things true. They are true. Then you believe in he's standing here, you the one who knows those things. That was my not my voice, that was him. And if I prayed and asked him, do you think now while his anointing is here like that, would you get well? Merciful Heavenly Father, in your Divine Presence we now stand knowing that someday day we got to meet you, give an account of our lives, and we pray for mercy, dear God. Now bless our sister, and may she go from here a well person. May she get healed tonight as I lay hands upon her asking for mercy. In the name of Jesus, the Son of God, amen. God bless
1: you. God bless you.
0: you. <laughs> For out of you who are sick, he knows every one of you. And if I be His servant, well then I could, I could help you if I could only by prayer. Is that right? The only way that I could help you. Look here just a moment. Hey, you had a strange thing on. I see you trying to smell something, you've lost the sense of smell, you don't smell no more, is that right? Will Jesus give it to you tonight? Will you serve him all your life? I am Heavenly Father, in the name of your beloved Son, Jesus. I now ask that this sense of the body that has been missing from our sister will return, for I ask it in Jesus Christ's name. He heals all the sick and the afflicted. There is nothing that he. don't speak you interpreters, or here's the man that cannot speak English now. Now, how could I be reading his mind and he couldn't speak English? I shall talk to him a little while. You shall see the way it happens in foreign countries where they don't speak. You just you interpret. Don't look. You just don't look. You you just listen to him, say to him. I've got to catch his spirit. See? Do you believe me to be God's servant? That's the confession of his faith. If are, you and I are strangers to each other. I do not know you, if Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has risen from the dead. He promised that the things that He did, His servants would do also. You Then you believe that I am able to do this through Jesus Christ? Next is a cancer.
1: <laughs> you are also
0: a Catholic. You have a wife. She is Catholic, too. She suffering with an inward trouble. All right. He's sitting right down here. Actually, he bleeds now. He does, too. Come here. Our kind heavenly Father, in the name of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, may this be condemned. This demon has taken his life, and may he and his loved one live to be happy and old. Granted, God, I condemn this disease. In Jesus Christ's name,
1: amen.
0: I only believe. Now, you're the interpreter. I thank you for your time. God bless you. By being so kind, I see you have something on your heart, too. You're a minister of the gospel. Isn't that right? There's <laughs> somebody connected with you and this audience. <laughs> it's that little girl sitting right there. She's a, a niece. And she has me, Is that right? Go lay your hands on her for the kindness of God. Have faith in God. Breathe with all your heart. You shall see that the glory of the Lord. If God canst believe, all things are possible to them. Just believe. Just have faith in God. He could not heal you. Of course I couldn't. I'm a man. But this Spirit of God which is here now, if you'll just believe on him, he'll heal you. He'll, he'll just confirm if, if a man tells the truth, God is obligated to speak about the person. And he said he would. God said in Hebrews 11, 2, he testified of his gifts. What do you think about that, lady? You keep sitting there looking this way so sincerely. you believe with all your heart? If I be God's prophet, you couldn't hide your life from me. That's right. If I could reveal to you what's wrong with you, will you accept your healing? Heart trouble. Is that right? Stand up. Now you can go home and be well. Do you believe? Uh, just reverend everywhere if you believe, lady. Don't you know that I need it? Believe God's gonna make you well? Stand up. I accept it. God bless you. I suppose we're strangers, are we, ladies? You believe on the Lord Jesus with all your heart? I believe it. Now, I believe you believe me. I know you do. Or your, your spirit is so welcome. And I, I know that you believe. Now, if you're a believer, we're strangers to each other, don't know one another, but God knows both of us, doesn't he? He certainly does. And he is here, the one I'm trying to represent. You feel like if Jesus was here, he'd stand at this platform. Well, he'd know all about you. He'd know all about this audience, as the father would reveal it to him, like the woman with the blood issue had touched his garment. He turned around. That's what happened out here just somewhere out here a few minutes ago. I want you to look this way and believe with all your heart, and and may God help you, because it's all dark around where you're standing. I'm waiting to see what He'll tell me. But well, you're a very sick person. The first thing I say is that you're not from this city. You're from a place called Burg- Burgess or Burgess or Burgess. Uh, yeah, sounds like she's self some. All right. You're fixing to go home tomorrow. That's right. You're going by bus, aren't you? That's right. Your name is Julia, Majors or something like that, is that right? You're suffering with a, you have a hernia? You have something on your left ankle, the growth, is that right? Not showing, but it's, it's on your ankle, I see it in a vision moving with it, doing something to it. And you also have very close veins in your limbs, is that right? It is. And you. You have kidney trouble. You have heart trouble. You have lung trouble. You got arthritis. Go to your home. Be
1: well. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I bless the Lord. Almighty God, don't make her completely whole for God's glory. Have
0: faith in God. Don't doubt. Just believe. All right. We're strangers, sir. I, I don't know you, but uh, God does know you, doesn't? He? Not perhaps until we meet in the millennium. Will you un- could understand, or neither could I explain what's going on right now in this building. Oh, I wish I could get it to you. Wish I could let you see it. Oh. Shadows would fade away everywhere. See, uh, circle this building just in that same light. Went right around this whole building and come right back again. I realize I'm talking to an audience. A... All right. If we're strangers, God knows both of us. I don't know. You've never seen him alive. Maybe the last time we meet till we meet in eternity. I hope it isn't. But it may be. Is that right? Then, if God, through the power of the Spirit of God, will let me see by vision just what Jesus Christ did Himself and said we would do also. This is according to God's Word. You believe it? My man, you're very sick. Your trouble is in your lungs. You have a lung trouble that's Absolutely incurable, the doctor. That's, isn't that right? And you're doing the worst thing in the world against it. You're smoking cigarettes on top of it. And you're trying to cigarettes you smoke, you have to pour it out in a paper and roll it like that. Is that right? Yes. Will you stop it and give your life to Christ right now? Will you do it? In the name of Jesus, the Son of God, i condemn the devil and mound and poor them, and they may be loosed in Jesus Christ's name. God bless you. Go. God bless you. Live now. May the Lord be with you. Heart beating the same. Looks like it just breaks into pieces and just fall all over you. I am telling you the truth. Uh, I, I lie not. God is testifying. I'm telling you the truth. And Christian friends, I've witnessed these things practically around the world, and it's the truth. I don't know it may seem a little strange to you, but it's the truth. God is proving it's the truth. Just have faith. Just a paper. Do you believe you There's somebody else. They're not here. Two of them. And they're young ladies, and they're both from an Eastern country. They're nieces to you. One of them has nervousness, and one of them's in a sanatorium or something It's a lung TV trouble. One of them's in West Virginia, the other's in Maryland. Is that right? I'll send a blessing to them in the name of Jesus Christ. And may they be made well for God's glory. And bless you, my sister, for your God. In Jesus' mighty name, may you go and be made well. All right, would you come, lady? You believe? All your heart? Would you, if I tell you something, would you just obey what I said to you? Now, look, you go home and eat your supper. You've had a peptic ulcer for a long time in the stomach. Now go eat and just thank God and rejoice and be happy.
1: You believe with all your heart.
0: Amen. God bless you. Go ahead and say, with all your heart. If God, our Heavenly Father, would reveal. I'm getting to the weak lady, I can't pray. Go if God would speak and just go right, right, you get to the woman at the well, exactly where your trouble is, you accept your healing. Heart trouble. Oh and go. And may Jesus Christ make you well. All right. Do you believe? You believe me with all your heart? Do you believe that I'll be able if God will tell me exactly where your trouble is, knowing that we're strangers to each other, will you accept your healing right now? Knowing that I'm telling you that Jesus i if in other words, if God will let me know where your trouble is, and exactly, absolutely, as it does everyone, then you know that my word is true, then. Is that right? And my word is this that Jesus healed you 1900 years ago. Will you accept it now? If you're back, is that right? Go. In the name of Jesus Christ, be amen. amen. well. Come. Um, Speakingly, come. Um, you believe me as God's servant. You believe if God will let me know where your trouble is, you accept Jesus your healer. You will? It's city trouble. Is that right? Now oh, you can go be made well. Jesus Christ you well for God's glory. God bless you. Right. Speak English. No English. Is there someone here that can interpret You don't need it. You believe? Believe. Jesus makes you well. Heavenly Father, I curse the disease of this Sonny, and they you well, You believe with all your soul, your heart trouble has gone. Go
1: in. Right.
0: Speak English? A little, you're Indian? Yeah. Oh, Carlos and Carlos. Oh, good. All right. You have lung trouble in TV. Jesus Christ is going to make you well tonight. And go back up and tell the tribe Jesus Christ lives and rain. Perfect. See, the devil has done this to the man, and they will go dwell. you believe? Everybody. That's silly. That's faith, lady. I know when your baby what's wrong with it? I'm just waiting to see what he's going to say to me. Keep your hand on it. Keep your heart in the center of God. No need to be telling what's wrong. It's a condition there. Anyone can see that. Just only have faith. Believe with all your heart. God will make you well. God will do it. Mark this just all over the whole audience. Sitting there, that cancer on the, the liver, sitting there. You only got one chance to live, and that is accept Jesus as your healer. Will you do that? And believe with all your heart that God will make you well. Accept it. If you do, you can be made well. You have chronicle trouble sitting there. If you yeah, if you want to believe with all your heart, be made well. If every person in here wants to be healed at this time, you may be healed right now. I want you to do something for me. I want you to lay your hands over on each other just a minute for a word of prayer. Touch your hands on one another. Now that what's coming through you is a witness of what I'm talking about the resurrected Jesus Christ.